Tuesday, everyone. Welcome back to another episode on Found a Way. Today we have Allison joining us. Allison is a sports reporter and journalist for the Browns, Guardians, and Cavs. So basically, if you need to know anything about Cleveland sports, Allison got you. But Allison, you went to Barry University in South Florida. How were you able to get connected with Cleveland sports? Uh, did you move to Cleveland right after you graduated? So walk us through that process. Yeah, so um, originally I'm from Chile, so I immigrated here in 2004. At first I lived in New York, and then I came to Cleveland, okay. and then I moved between um, Cleveland and Florida for like two years. Then I finally decided to stay and finish middle school and high school. So I'm kind of familiar with Cleveland already, and then I chose to go to South Florida for college. And then in my last year of college, I ended up being pregnant. Okay. So who really helped me. She was a reporter too. But she really helped me um, land my job here with Channel 5. So I would say that's how I got back into it. Okay. And um, when I first was at the station, I was very quiet. You know, to myself, I was like, I just, you know, I just gotta feel out how it is first. Right, right. Once I really started, like, opening up to our sports department, that's when I really started getting involved with everything. Okay, nice. So what... What does your day-to-day responsibilities look like right now with the Browns? I know it's a busy time for you right now. You know, you were at the Browns mini camp in June, then they had training camp, and now um, we're heading into week four already in the NFL season. So how's your overall experience been so far this year with mini camp, training camp, and working uh, the Cincy game and and the Titans game last, last Sunday? So Yeah. So that, honestly, that was my first time actually going there from the start of the season, the off season into the regular season. Um, it's honestly a lot of work, so it's a lot of days where my days are really long, where sometimes I'll start my day off at Browns, get film, get sound, write something, and then go straight to the station, and then finish off there, because I also do news, too. Okay. So I'll do, like, both, and I'll work with our sports department, and Okay. See what Fancy said that they he could have mentioned that the 
Ross could be working on or what they're adjusting or who might be ruled out for Sunday. Right. Or who got hurt during, you know, training this week. And that's kind of how the preparation goes, just leading up, I guess, the hype until Sunday. And then we'll see, you know, what happens. So are you, are, are you on the sidelines? Uh, are you on the sidelines at all times? Because sometimes I see you in the stands. Do you interview fans too? or? Um, honestly, it depends. Okay. So sometimes it, it'll just depend on uh, if I get credentialed or not. So sometimes if I get credentialed, I'll be there. If not, I'll just be in the stands with the fans and stuff like that. Okay. And then, okay. And then another thing uh, that I found really intriguing is uh, I watched some of your Instagram videos and I saw a couple of videos where you was interviewing Deshaun Watson, um, uh, I think after practice or something like that, uh, during a press conference or after the game. Is it hard to get a question out? Like, how do they coordinate that? Like, who goes, like, who um, like who picks, who, who asks the question to Deshaun or Nick Chubb or anybody? Like, how, how, how does that go about? And um, I just feel like I would be on my toes all the time trying to get a question. Because sometimes it's hard to get a question out because people, I know they have certain, you know, uh, uh, they have limits on how many questions you ask and, and stuff like that. So what's that about? Like, uh, walk us through that that process. Yeah, so um, different days, different players will talk. So, like, Tuesdays is our coordinators that will talk. Wednesday, it's the running back and receivers will talk. And then Thursday, it'll be uh, QB day. Okay. So, um, when we're all there, like, in the scrum, honestly, it's whoever just says it first. Really? And then player will look at you, maybe could get, like, two questions out, and mm-hmm. then it's, like, the next person will go. Or depending, like, if there's, like, a lot. So, during the off season when Deshaun Watson had first spoke to media since, um, honestly, everyone was just throwing questions at him. But yeah. he... Some of the games to start the season with the Cavs. How, how is that? Yeah. So last season. 
come to camp like a lot. Sometimes it'll just be um, like I was just there without my sports department. So um, like media day is next Monday, I think. Yeah. So I'm gonna be there. So it's just um, like picking and choosing. It's like okay, I'll go to Browns this day or I'll go to Cavs this day if I'm able to. Right. So I'll just like pick and choose, but um, yeah, I'm still trying to balance out Cavs too because I know basketball it's so much like quicker i feel like yeah for sure for sure they just get things out the way and plus basketball you only have they only have like 14 on a roster anyway so but yeah. how was your because i because i saw you know your instagram how how was the uh, last year like you know working the playoffs uh being able to interview donovan mitchell and you know darius garland and them guys you know, those are good guys and um so what was that experience like just to be able to work the playoffs and I saw you took a picture with Doris Burke, too. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah so um, when the Cavs released their schedule, it'll say, like, which games will be nationally televised and things like that. Um, honestly, last season was so much fun. And honestly, when I first started off, too, I had a lot of anxiety because I'm just like, oh, my oh, God. So, aside from being a journalist, I'm still a fan. So mm-hmm. being able to, you know, talk to some of these players and write stuff about them, I used to have so much anxiety going into like the press room mm-hmm. or the locker room because I'm like, oh my god, these are huge athletes and I'm here. But um, I was able to work through that. It's just like a mental game, I would say so, of like not um, like self doubting yourself or not feeling like you don't belong there and things like that. So I was able to get through that and honestly, last season it was just so much fun. I was busy a lot. Like my days would start off by 9 a.m. and I would leave around like midnight. Oh wow! Yes. Wow. So, so basically, you what you do with the Browns is basically what you're doing with the Cavs, just different sport, right? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, next question I got for you. I want you to think hard about this. Uh, what's been your What's been your favorite interaction with a player? Like, like what's been? Oh, how should I word this? Because this is so. You interviewed a lot of players, obviously. What has been your favorite interview with, with a player so far during your during your career? My favorite, like 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 best interaction with a player. Like, what's been your best interaction with a player? Which one? So I would say um, my favorite moment this like this year was when I got to interview Ben Wallace. Okay. Um, he had came to our community college. And a lot of people, even I, it caught me by surprise that he started off in Cleveland at the community college, and that's how he got into basketball. Right. So uh, when I was able to interview him, like the sound, like the sound bites that he would give us, because it was me and like literally two other people. Um, just the way like he spoke to media and the advice that he was giving, it was just something that I wouldn't forget. Like super humble, love to be there, and. You know, he had—he just had a lot of good things to say, and I know like a lot of young athletes would appreciate what he told us that day too. Too. So I would say that would be like my favorite and most memorable moment because okay. it was very like one-on-one with him. Right. Absolutely. What have you learned about yourself the most um, since uh, doing uh, all the Cleveland gigs? Like, what have you learned about yourself the most being around professional athletes? Like you said. Um, you got to be able to keep it professional and not be like a fan, which is a challenge because that's why a lot of sports teams don't hire. Like, they're really like, 
selective on who they hire because they don't want to hire fans. They they want somebody to be around, like for instance, like the Lakers. You gotta be able to be around LeBron without pulling out your phone and being a fanboy. You know what I'm saying? So, what has been? Um, I, I I would say what has been the most challenging part just about that too. Um, um, I would definitely say the most challenging part is just not letting, like, other people get to you, too, because, you know, the sports industry is very competitive and everyone wants to be at, you know, a certain level in their career. Um, I've definitely ran into a few people where I'm like, you're kind of mean, but, you know, I just keep it pushing because I understand it's industry but and then again it's all about just how you treat people because you may never know who you might be talking to mm-hmm. so I always go in there just you know positive mind and just don't let other you know other journalists there get to me right absolutely where do you see yourself going with with uh, journalism and being a reporter where do you see yourself I know this is a tough question because you know I live day by day I don't try to look past you know, uh, I don't because I don't even know what tomorrow holds. So, but where do you see? Where do you want to see yourself at? You know, with the, with, you know, with with uh, being in the sports industry, and moving on up and stuff. So I would love to be a um, side reporter for a soccer team. Okay. So like, um, what I'm really excited about is you know the World Cup is here in 2026. Oh yeah. And I know that you know ESPN is in the transition. And they're going to be looking for a lot of, you know, soccer reporters and especially bilingual ones. So that's where I would love to be at um, in my career in a few years. And that's what I'm working toward now, too. Okay. Um, what what advice do you have for someone who is trying to um, take the same route? You, not take the same route, but be where you're at right now and try to move up and... and um, move up in the, you know, as a as a journalist? I would say definitely do not be scared to speak up. Yeah. Um, definitely make it known, like, you know, you have goals, you have, you know, you want to be somewhere within your career, too. Um, definitely let it be known in whatever newsroom you might be in. Yeah. And, you know, just don't be afraid to, you know, make those connections and network with people because, like I said before, like, you might not know who you might be talking to and they could help you out in your career, too. So I know that has also helped me a lot. But even just being at these events, I've been able to meet like a whole bunch of people that have really helped me too. Or even like gave me advice when it comes to certain things. Or, um, you know, helping me build more of a stronger portfolio yeah. too, or getting this website and things like that. But the, the good thing about you, Allison, you're bilingual. Like, that's huge for a reporter. Like, you're going to, you're going to have more opportunities to come to you, I feel like. Um, then it, it might, it's going to put you on another pedestal uh, than other, I'm not trying to compare it to other people, but just, just other sports reporters because that's just a fact. If you're bilingual, you can speak you know, a different language. That goes a long way. But uh, I just want to say thank you for getting on. That's all I have today. Um, thank you for getting on the show and uh, talking about your experience and stuff. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah, no, thank you for having me.